0: Compliment that I have received lately is when one of our team members mentioned that her husband said to her, "You aren't working; you're just having fun." And th- and then when she joined us for our leadership team for our annual face-to-face retreat, he said, "You're not going on a work trip; you're going on vacation." And the reason that I am so proud of his statement. Um, is not only because the team he's describing is incredibly fun, but also because that same team is equally productive and performs and produces at an exceptional level. And many teams are productive at that level, but how many of them would be (laughs) described as fun? People love to have fun. We all know it. So why not lead a fun team? We have no excuses. I say, let's do it let's lead a revolution of fun at work. I am Dr. Rob McKenna and welcome to The Wild Conversation where we make the best thinking in psychology, leadership and organizational science accessible to leaders who are willing to learn and edit for their sake and for the sake of others. And when we first launched The Wild Conversation, we wanted this to be a conversation about some unconventional but important topics. And we wanted it to be fun quite frankly. We believe that life is too short uh, to not have fun while we learn together. And we knew that the bar is so low, unfortunately, especially on Zoom. Um, And so whenever the bar is low, what I see is I see an incredible opportunity to do something just a little bit better. So let's talk about what's not fun. Um, It's too bad that so many of us have had more associations with teams that weren't so much fun than with teams that that maybe were fun and for some reason I gotta tell you I was even as I was preparing for today for some reason just talking about fun is it started to make me laugh and so if I started to do that I don't know why it just it makes me feel a little silly uh, so I hope I don't get that uncontrollable laugh thing happening but there are so many reasons that some teams aren't fun um, here's just a few big egos rudeness emotionally reactive team members an unwillingness to change a pressure and sole focus on performance, a leader who sabotages others or other leaders, too much work, too little work. They probably all contribute in some way, but the greatest, this would be one of my opinions about this. The greatest toxic poison that keeps us from having fun is oftentimes this, an inability to laugh at ourselves. And I would say nothing opens up as fun as much as a team whose members realize that we are serious about getting the work done and take that seriously. But we know that just like everyone else, we are flawed. Uh, we have a great capacity to really screw things up for others. And we have a lot to laugh about. And team members who can't laugh at themselves often have not, not been invited to change and to be appreciated while also being aware that we are we all screw this life up and let alone our work. And so I just, it's one of the things that that ability to do that is so, such a powerful thing. So what is the fun factor about? Um, and I would say this for every team that I have led, fun has not been up for negotiation. Um, I just insist on it. And I hope that doesn't sound like I'm too autocratic about fun, but I just don't know any other way to do it. Life is too short to not, uh, to not work really hard and have fun at the same time. And I'm, I'm not sure where that came from in me. Um, It could be some of you are going to over pivot to this, but it could be because I'm the youngest of four siblings. Yes, I am the youngest Um, or just I really never grew up. I always say like I'm kind of living my 15 year old life over and over and over again. Um, But fun isn't a no brainer from my perspective. I have little patience for teams that don't perform at their highest level of capability and equally little patience for teams that won't where work isn't fun. And has never mattered what the work is. I don't know what this is about across my lifetime. I've had so many different jobs like all of you. I mowed lawns when I was young. I'm not sure that was the most fun thing because I had horrible allergies. Um, I stocked shoes in a department store for a while. Um, I worked at a kid's camp. I was a tennis instructor. I led teams of consultants working on different corporate projects. I led several departments on two different university campuses. And by the way, if you can get professors to have fun, You have no excuses. Like anyone can have fun if you can get professors to have fun. And I think I was successful at that in most cases. And now I lead at wild leaders and the wild foundation and the common connective thread is that all those jobs and teams were productive. And at least from my perspective and fun. And it was something I kind of demanded from the work, having fun while being the best at what we do is just too much fun not to do it. Um, Now, This doesn't mean that some of the work won't be grueling necessary and pretty much a drag. Um, But if it wasn't mostly fun or had moments of, of joy in the mix of the mundane and painful, is it really worth it? Um, Leading a fun team is not a test, but an invitation to something greater. And here's, here's the big encouraging news. I hope is that the bar, again, the bar is so low for leading fun teams that it sometimes is almost painful. And I know some of you are not working on a fun team right now, or you're trying to figure out how to lead a fun team. But I would say this, that when I ever, like I said before, whenever the bar is low, there's an opportunity, an opportunity to shine bright. And I think we have to get over the same old lame story that enjoyment at work is simply about whether or not we have, we got. We, ha- we have to go back to the office, or whether or not we now feel entitled, which is typically not very much fu- not very much fun to be around, or all about money. Like it, leading a fun team is so much more than that. And you can put you can put us all working online, all making tons of money, and I almost guarantee you that those things alone will not make the work fun. Like the people that say I want I don't want to go back to the office, I get that, but I don't think it solves the issue. Probably they might help with a few things, but fun, that's our job, regardless of the context. Can work be enjoyable, amusing, lighthearted, and even entertaining while being hard? And I think that's a big and important question. Can work be fun? And is, is it even appropriate to speak of the work of our teams as fun and as work at the same time? It's a funny, those are funny words, right? Hard work being fun is not only appropriate. I would say it's necessary for us to move to a level of missional productivity that is beyond our wildest dreams. So let's talk about fun at work. Like leading a fun team isn't about offsites. I'm not talking about that skydiving trips and cringy jokes before or after hours where the actual work is happening. We're talking about leading a fun team. This is about making the work enjoyable, amusing, even lighthearted and entertaining as the hard work is being done. And we often think that leading a fun team is about bolting fun onto our team after hours, but we're talking about more than that. We're talking about something that's about making the hard work energizing, entertaining, and literally fun. So here, I wanna lay out some fun requirements, all right? Let's do some fun requirements. (laughs) These are McKenna's requirements for fun. And there's some little research snapped into this in places, but I won't uh, go on. I'm not going to give you references today. (laughs) Some of you are like, thank you, Rob. All right. So the fun requirements. Fun requires intention. It feels like an oxymoron to say that fun requires intentionality, but it does. Intentionality is not a synonym for boring, but a synonym for decisiveness and action. Structure does not have to be boring either, but actually makes fun possible. And making the decision that you're going to lead a fun, missional, and productive team is the first step in making the work enjoyable and fulfilling. The next requirement, I believe this, fun requires courage. I think we have to face the reality that the default in the world is to make fun optional or after hours. Making work enjoyable should not be the exception, but too often it is. And many organizational leaders deep down believe that work cannot be hard and effective and fun at the same time. And I just do not believe it's true. The world will tell you otherwise, so it will take courage to demand fun in the work. The other requirement, fun requires vulnerability. This is something that's very interesting. I was doing some taking a look around on. Fun requires vulnerability. What does leading a fun team have to do with vulnerability? Fun requires us to share a little something about ourselves that is ridiculous surprising and slightly exposing and i have to say this out loud you are ridiculous and if if most of you aren't (laughs) then i am a weirdo i am truly a weirdo because i am ridiculous just ask my team and then if you really want to know ask my wife when we are fun together it is often showing a side of ourselves that is more human and less robotic fun is a little harder to control. And that's where that vulnerability piece comes in. If we aren't a little vulnerable, it's just not as much fun sometimes. The next requirement is this. Leading a team that is fun requires a whole perspective. To make the work enjoyable and even entertaining is more than just saying it. It's a commitment to, it's, it's more than just saying we're going to have a joyful team. It is a commitment to integrating performance, well-being, commitments to boundaries, and to direct conversations that are hard to have, but necessary for fun. A fun team is a team that fights well, functions well, and forgives well. It's not simply about fun, but about wholeness, fulfillment, and enjoyment of missional work. I got a couple more requirements, y'all, I have to give you. And I'm going to give you some, I'll give you a few tips. Those of you that love tips, I got some ideas. So fun requires purposeful work. Another requirement requires purposeful work. If the work isn't purposeful, it's hard to experience that next level of enjoyment. So this is, comes back to that thing we talk about all the time. And there's there's a couple decades of research on this. This is not news that work should be purposeful. It doesn't matter whether you're flipping hamburgers or developing software. There's a reason that could be identified for why that is happening. And defining why we work as a team is just as important as how we work as a team. And then my last requirement is fun does not require funny. Let me say that again. Fun does not require funny. We often confuse someone being funny with someone being fun. It's not all of our job as leaders to be funny. That is reserved for those who actually are. But I think it does require us all to be committed to a character of gratefulness, joy, peace, urgency, exceptional quality and delivery, and to laughter. And I would say especially at ourselves. So I want to invite you into the possibility that we could have fun (laughs) with our teams, that we could lead a fun team while we work. Um, and here are, here's a list of actionable tips. Some of you are like, get your pens out. Cause I think there's some good things in this things that I was listening to for myself for leading a fun team. So here we go. We ready for this? Number one, hire for it. A willingness to be playful. Not everyone has to be fun, but they need to be willing to have fun. And I think this is what relates to something else that we talk to I talk about often is hiring for editability and skills, people who are willing to change. And I, I would say this too: some people will get more fun. They have just not been invited to have fun. You know, it's like it's been not been a thing for them. So hire for it and then develop it because some people will open up fun that they didn't even know that they had. There's another one, another tip. Go first. Some of you know that my definition of a leader is a leader goes first. And there's all kinds of things around that. Watch my TEDx if you want more information on, on how I talk about that. But go first. You don't, as a leader, you don't have to be funny, but you have to commit to fun. And if you think fun is not relevant to performance, you are not in this for the wild, wild ride ahead. Because And because you are listening, I bet that's not true. And if you're not fun, then find a fun proxy. That's probably the best thing I'm going to say today is find a fun proxy and ask them to help you make the team more fun. Most funny and fun people won't, by the way, won't proclaim it. It, The the really fun people and funny people are like the really good musicians. They won't say they're funny. A a friend of mine said that. He said, great musicians will never say they're great musicians. So you got to find that fun proxy. Someone you just know this person is funny and fun. Uh, uh, Here's another one. Another tip. Number three, know your team members. We get more fun together when we know each other, even the silly parts. I walk through life believing that unless I'm the only one screwing this life up and doing embarrassing things, everyone must have that side. And so knowing each other, our idiosyncrasies, our our opinions on silly things, just knowing each other better can help. Number four, structure the work. I know I am such a broken record. This whole series on building these great teams, I keep coming back to this. Structure the work. Um, structure systems and jobs, it's really hard to have fun without goals, job descriptions, missional state, mission statements, and clear lines of accountability. If we don't know what we are doing and why, fun will always take a back seat. So I think this is where structure relates to fun. Number five, make sure the structures can breathe. Make sure the structures you build can breathe. A system that breathes has clear expectations, but always has room for error nuance, context, and variability. I would say 80% of the core system will remain the same, but the other 20% must be able to move. This is different because typically we model for precision and perfection, or we don't create the necessary structures at all. And fun requires us to build systems with room for error. Number six, I always love my list because those of you who hate lists are like, I hate lists. And the rest of you are like, thank you for the list and I know who you are. All right. So, so number six, give and seek feedback on give and seek feedback on performance. How in the world McKenna, did you bring up feedback on performance in, the, in a list about fun? Fun is contingent upon change and change is a part of the job, the willingness to realize that you're doing it wrong or could do it better. And we're doing when we're doing life and work with a commitment to a culture and conversations of love and truth of conviction and compassion then fun can begin at an entirely different level. So I think in many ways, that feedback mechanism of learning is is a whole lot of what fun's about. Number seven, some of you know I wrote a whole book about this. Be composed under pressure. Become composed under pressure. If we can't be fun when the pressure is on, did any of the fun even matter? In order to create a team where the work is enjoyable over the long haul, we have to model and be leaders who stand steady in the midst of the storm. And leading a team that is defined by loving and appreciating the work is rooted in a presence that is unchanging regardless of the pressure. And I know that's hard. And so that's why there's been a lot of research. We've done research on it. And that's why I wrote a whole book about that. We cannot be hijacked by those who will create a culture of an, just of just where the pressure will overtake us. And so what would it look like for us to be more composed? Number eight, put it in writing. Those of you who have a charter or thinking about building one, um, we have it in, in our charter for wild leaders. This statement is in there. We have fun under our values. Um, we also have goofy and professional. Our charter says fun, commitment to smiling even when it's hard. That's what we define it as. A commitment to smiling even when it's hard. And then further on in the charter, it says this. It says it says this. It's When it says goofy and professional, it says it's a part of our culture, knowing when to be silly, when to be professional, and when to be both you may fit right in if you're thinking about that or there might be a learning curve you don't have to have all the answers you just need to be ready to learn and i and we actually say and ready to fight back sometimes number 9 i got two more experiment experiment try some things to open up the fun factor and invite a little vulnerability open a meeting with wild cards some of you have those decks Start meetings with the silliest things that happened over the weekend. Ask your team to fake a smile as best they can in front of each other. Try appropriate practical jokes. (laughs) Um, Try something you think is fun and just see what happens. Just experiment. Try it out. And this is the last one. This is probably the biggest one. I mentioned this before is laugh at yourself out loud and in public. Why is laughing at ourselves such a litmus test of fun and effectiveness? I believe this laughing at ourselves is the is in the hardest moments is an indicator of our commitment to change, to serve, to be forgiven, to forgive. It's the test of whether we are courageous enough to be our whole selves and change our whole selves. And when experience when people experience us laughing at ourselves, entire teams begin to open up to the possibility of the same. And laughing at yourself is not self-deprecation. I'm not talking about beating yourself up, but self-awareness and an open commitment to seeing better pathways ahead. And that's why I love this community. I really do, because you all laugh with me. And and it's just, it's very encouraging (laughs) in the face of a world that says, sometimes that seems ridiculous. These are big ideas. And I know there's a lot of things in there. I just want you to go where your mind goes and that we would, let's get wiser together and keep this conversation going. Thank you for listening to this wild conversation to join our live wild conversation on Fridays, visit our website at wildleaders.org backslash wild conversation and subscribe to this podcast for regular whole and intentional leader development conversations. Have a great day.